there's no point in me kind of like rushing to play this game at this point. I have mad single player games I'm trying to beat right now. Like ever since yeah, I'm like, you know no what? Point. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this shit down. I just been focusing straight on Persona Three, bro. I'm almost done Persona Three now, y'all. I haven't even been yeah. in the Discord for like the past four days, yeah. I just been playing Persona Three like religiously. How many hours you got in? My man said he did sixty six. Sixty six hours. I'm going for the hundred percent though, so I'm kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm going for the hundred percent. That makes sense then, because I don't think he got. He ain't say like he got the platinum or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, so yeah. I'm going for the platinum. Hours. I think he said he uh, finished it. Finished it around. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. That's not that long compared to the other ones. Yeah, this one this one doesn't seem as long as P5. I feel like I one like when it was all said and done, I clocked in like a hundred and like thirty hours in P5 by the time when you I, got I the platinum on that one. Yeah, um, I only have the platinum oh, in the right royal now. version. Yeah, I don't have the platinum in the, right. the original version. I think I had to you have yeah. to run through that game like twice on the original version to get the platinum. One of these days I'm gonna do it. Still, I like that game that on much. The, I on do the original I do, P5. Yeah, I do. I do plan on uh, replaying P5 again. I'm kind of in a persona mood after you know playing. P5. So I do plan on. I like I like what they're doing though, putting out the remakes or remasters. Yeah, of the older ones and going backwards. Exactly. I mean, I'm ready for six, but I do like that they are showing love. Cause that's a fact. Persona blew the fuck up after five, so they they yeah. trying to cash the fuck out. Nah, smart. <laughs> it's smart because for you people like me bread. who had look some games, I can go back and play easily. But just something I don't know. I really feel like I would like P4 minus Chie because she's the most annoying character in video game history. <laughs> I feel like I would like you P4. Disrespect. But mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, it just it was just so hard to get into it after playing P5 and just jumping back. Which is like going in reverse was kind of tough. You yeah. know what I mean? Going in reverse was kind of tough. But um, there's rumors but that P5 they're remaking it. Apparently, there's rumors nice of remaking P, P4. P4? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. But, I don't yeah. know. P5 is like a, a big leap from 4. Like when you play it, it is. and shit like it that, is. the different activities you could do. Even it like the, the fights and the way you explore different temples and dungeons and palaces. Like... It's just a big. It is. It so, is. It is. Especially um, even even I'm noticing the differences. Like what they got to do with Persona Six, they got to keep that kind of palace style. Because yeah. honestly, I'm going through Tartarus right now. I'm on like floor floor 177 or something like that on Tartarus, and some of them locations just get repetitive. I feel like the the what they did with the palaces is just next level shit. Like they took that each, each one, one was, was super un- yeah super and unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Nah, that, yeah. P5 is still, even though I'm <laughs> having a blast with Persona 3 right now, P5 mm-hmm. is still, still to me, I, I, it doesn't top it. It doesn't top it. It doesn't top yeah. it. That game is just too good, bro. It doesn't that's going to that's, that's gonna be hard to beat. Whatever they do next, that's going to be hard yeah. to beat. But, but they're, yeah. buying, they're buying some time by putting out these older versions and these other iterations of 5. They're buying some time. That way but they funny, can, you know. Yeah, the funny thing is, playing through Persona 5, I feel like there's things that, like, yo, bro, I, I know some people. Are, are want like the dungeon crawling only, but I feel like they just need to go harder with the social links, yo. Do like what Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth is doing with the mini game. Do a little bit more like interactive mini games. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be kind of fly. Mm. Instead of you oh. kind of selecting your activity that you do and the night is mm. over, how about if we actually had like a mini game for each one? Like I think mm. quality stuff like that is kind of cool to me. I don't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm about that. I'm about that. I, I haven't looked too much into the rebirth shit because I'm playing through remakes still. Mm. But that is dope. There's that a lot of mini games apparently in, in, in rebirth. Yeah. A lot of mini games, bro. But yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with P6. All right, yo, I want to do a quick mic check because a lot of people have been uh, complaining, saying that I'm too low all the time and everyone sounds louder than me. Mm. So I might have to do. The funny thing is, I have my mic on loud. Maybe I need a with this you mic. Might I need, need to turn bit. it up in the OBS. 
it is it's maxed out. Maybe I need to talk into the mic a little bit more, or maybe just everyone around me is uh, I have to kind of just EQ everybody, you know, accordingly. Yeah, so either turn me down, then if you yeah, that's a turn exactly, exactly. So I want to ask y'all in the chat right now. Me and J Main are about to do uh, a mic check right now, and I'm gonna adjust J Main's volume so it's it doesn't like over it doesn't like overpower my so it's just more even. You know what I'm saying? So mic check. Mic I mean, check. Talking about nothing anyway. So oh, here we, like, it's, it's okay. kinda, here we go. Here we go. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> David, give him a mic check real quick. Check, check, mic check. One, two, three. Okay. Mic check one through three. Do we need to turn J Main up or do we need to turn him down? It's good the way it is because I did adjust him a little bit. Okay, See, perfect. It's good. All right, it's perfect. Good. Good. Well, Sound shout out good. to y'all in the chat, man. Shout out to y'all in the chat. Um, it's another week, another podcast. We definitely have some great topics to talk about this week. Don't worry, we won't be shouting at each other this week. You know what I mean? Shout out to Major Main. Shout out to Major Main. Major Main. <laughs> I'm going bowling this week, and then my name on there is going to be definitely Major Main. Sure. Shout out. Talking about. Shout out to Jamie. Turn J up a little bit. All right, cool. All right, so let me turn him up. Are you trying All to right. silence me, bro? No, 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 no. I want it to be even. There we go. Turn him up. All right. Give him a mic check. Mic check, mic check. So I know how my vocals sound. Mic check. Yes, sir. I don't want him to be too quiet either. So hopefully it's perfect. But yeah, we, we definitely got a good episode for you guys this week. A lot of topics to talk about. I do want to shout out a couple of people in the chat. It's kind of like tradition at this point, man. Shout out to all the mods for sure. I see y'all. Um, Benji, Strat, those are the boys. Shout out to all the um, channel members. I see you, Retromatic, Rich Homie Sean. Um... Who else? Just the usual suspects like Blade X, uh, PS Rewind, Kempache, I see you, Jaren Stamps. Uh, who else up in the chat? DX Taker, Max B, Leaky. These guys are the guys. Mario, the Muck. Building. I see you, Muck. Tim, what's up? Who else, who else in here, yo? Black Dragon, what's good? Out, what's good? What's good? I see him in the chat. Yes, sir. Black Ace, what's good? You know the usual. Salazar Mar uh, Maruto, 52, what's good? What's good? Yes, sir. All right. So, J-Main, you know, we kind of uh, opened up talking about Persona a little bit. Um, it's yeah. pretty much all I've been playing. What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing. I beat Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League. I saw you took and... that shit back. Yeah, I traded that thing in immediately. <laughs> I traded out. I was pissed off because I woke up the next day when I was trying to go trade it in. I'm like, damn, they took down. Because I, when I bought it, like a few days, you got to wait a few days, and then they'll post up how much the game is worth on a trade-in. Mm. So I'm like, as long as I can get back at least half of my right money now, that like... I spent on this, I'm going to be all right. And originally, it was like around 30-something dollars I can get back for it. But when I beat it, which is now like, what, two almost two weeks later, I went on the website, and there was nothing there. It says there's no value for this game. I said, what <laughs> oh, shit. the fuck? I'm like, the game ain't do that bad, did it? Like, they not even taking it in. But somebody uh, on Twitter told me, yo, it's, it does that sometimes. You got to go in there and trade it in, and they'll you know, they'll have something for you when you get in there. So when I went in there, traded it in, got $40 back. So technically, I only paid about $30 for that game. At $30, I don't feel like I was ripped off. But okay. overall, the game is it's mids. Like, it's it's... I hate putting scores on things, but I'm giving it like a 6.5 if I have to. Gun to my Damn. head, 6.5. Um, they, they, they did like what they did with those boss fights. Absolutely garbage. There's probably really? like two out of the five that I really liked, but they did repetitive. Didn't, yeah, some of them were repetitive, but 
they all i feel like it was just lazy like you took you're essentially kind of doing the same things over and over but they didn't I don't know. They didn't make him feel grand enough for me. You going against fucking Superman and Batman? Like these boss, like these boss fights don't feel like they they supposed to be like these grandiose epic scenes when you got a regular, you know, most of them are regular humans going up against these aliens and superheroes and shit like that. It's just not. It didn't feel that way. And then some of them were literally copy and paste. Like <laughs> the very first boss fight and the very last boss fight, copy Same and thing. paste, dog. Same thing. I, I couldn't believe what I was playing when I was playing that final boss fight. And then, you know, they, they're setting up things for the uh, the future with the DLC, this being a live service game, which I'm not mad at that. Like, I'm not mad at the game, you know, having a future content and, and building off of that. I just want the main story to feel like it was complete. Um, and it, it, it's cool. I like the story. I like the, you know, the combat. The traversal is pretty good with certain characters. But the mission design and those boss fights, which are major points for a kill the justice league game it's just it's so bad in comparison to what rocksteady has done in the past so yeah it's mids ah you know what uh after playing the alpha or whatever that test i I pretty much everything was just confirmed that i was worried about the game it came so i didn't even bother like uh i was interested in the story then the whole story kind of leaked on the timeline and i kind of seen a lot of it then i'm like you know what this even the story don't even look all that great either so you know what this, this game is just a total it's pass cool. to me it, the story is nothing that you like in terms of what they did with the story is nothing new what what's unique about it is seeing these uh superheroes in the perspective that they are like i'm not a comic book guy i don't know all of the different stories that they have for these superheroes so seeing batman in a villain type of role or seeing you know superman you know not have control of what he's doing um and being controlled by another entity that stuff like that is cool to see, um, but it's just like, you know, I just always, I just wanted more from them being that who who they were, and so I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe if it comes out on like PlayStation Plus or something like that, and the DLC has already been building up, maybe I'll jump back in. But you think it's gonna survive? Point, <laughs> you know what? But the, the crazy well, thing I think, is, I think it will go to plus because it's not gonna survive. Like you, I think <laughs> I think that's you, gonna be the, you know the thing that gets people on it. The thing, J-Main, J- low-key, MPD's drop, and it's, like, one of the higher-selling games. I wouldn't even be too surprised, mm. to be honest. I wouldn't be too shocked um, just because of name rec- name recognition Name alone. recognition. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, um, prob- it's, prob- it's probably going to be in, like, mid-top 10. But what, wait, it's, it's for February? I believe so. What else came out in February? You got um, Helldivers. I don't expect that to do too well physically. Well, they got digital sales, too, so that they might be up there. got digital sales, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I expect it to be in the top ten. I expect it to be. In the I top think 10. It, I think it will be because low key when we even these games that we think kind of suck, right? Mm-hmm. Just um, the perception is totally sometimes totally different between the internet and real life. You know what I'm saying? Like real life people just walking yeah. in and just wanting something to play. And since it's a recognizable IP and stuff like that, I wouldn't be even too surprised if people end up buying like the people bought the game and maybe they yeah. played it and it's like it's not that great or anything like that. But I do expect it to at least uh be high on the charts for that month we see it on the mpd list i do expect it but um as for me yeah like i was saying i i think i think i will not be playing at all i i don't think even on the sale I'll <laughs> you ain't missing much good. yeah rocksteady yeah. is no longer who they used to be and that's yeah. just a fact it's, it, it is what it is ain't no sugarcoating and nothing like that is <sighs> it is what it is um i also of course was um playing 
Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm trying to, you know, finish mm. that up before the new one comes out. You close? Um, and then ju- nah, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Read it before the new one comes out, but I'm not close right now. I'm probably like four hours, four or five hours into the game right now. I got a long way to go. Um, mm. And then Hell Divers too. When I can get into the servers, I've been dabbling in that too. Okay. So, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Hell Diver. I was playing Hell Divers too as well. Um, but like I said, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of dropped it for now because of like the whole server issues and and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna wait till they get this sorted out. Definitely a great game and. You know, since we're 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 talking about, I'm about to say, we might now, as well get into it. Let's get into it. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's talk about the the success. Last podcast, we were seeing it blowing up, but it hit even more. Right. Uh, it hit even more higher higher peaks than we yes. saw uh, the week before. So I think the current record it, it holds now is four hundred thousand concurrent players on on Steam. Right? Four hundred fifty-seven thousand. Fifty-seven. Damn. Yeah, four hundred fifty-seven thousand six hundred and forty-nine. Damn, that is the peak. That was from two days ago, and Yo. that places it at a top twenty-five Steam game. No, is it twenty-five? Yes, a top twenty. Excuse me, top twenty Steam concurrent game of, of all time. time. That's impressive. That's, <laughs> That's very very impressive. Mm, and yeah. um, I honestly think if it wasn't for the server issues, it probably would have hit a little bit higher because the word of mouth for this game has been crazy. Memes have been going all over the internet. I've been seeing mm-hmm. people make crazy artwork for this game. The game just took off. TikTok. It's a, it's a it's a major game on TikTok too. I didn't even know the TikTok scene was that crazy. I went over there. I was like, yo, this shit blew up on TikTok. But yeah, what the developers were saying about a few days ago is that the max server capacity was like 450,000. So damn. what we were seeing when the game was at 400,000 on Steam is that there are people like on the game but not even able to get in, just trying to get into the servers because it was at capacity and the game was still at like 400 and something thousand. And it also reached the top uh, number one game on PlayStation Store, uh, at least for the US it did, uh, surpassing games like Fortnite, which we know is already like a big uh, a popular and, game and, and, like and, and it's free to play yeah right? and it's free to play right so yeah it passed games like call of duty uh fortnite and shit like that things that are free to play and this is a 40 dollars game so i don't know they, they do have to be careful though because one thing that has been dropping in the midst of all this success is some of the ratings so steam those ratings have dipped down into the 60s 60 percentile um, and that's that's because of the server issues, people having issues getting on. So they got to be careful. I know at this point they've already exceeded all the success that they had planned. But <laughs> they probably made all their money. <laughs> they probably made all their oh, money yeah. back <laughs> already. Oh, oh, yeah, what? They made, all their uh, money. They like at this point they like you know they already the um I do like the uh, the CEO he's been very transparent on social media. So he's been talking about how they scrap plans for DLC um, and future content just to make them bigger. Um, so, you know, he, he talking the good game right now. He's t- he telling the people what they want to hear in the midst of all of this. He even told motherfuckers to stop buying the game. Like, he's like, yo, I wouldn't even recommend buying the game right now because of the server issues. That's how you know they made their money back. People, you know what? You know what? Like, <laughs> gamers, you know, him being transparent like that and saying stuff like that, like, people appreciate that. You know what I mean? Especially coming from, like, a yeah. company head. 
who's not yeah. really supposed to say something like that. It's kind of supposed to like sell you more on the game. So I, I come to learn at least when it comes to like gamers on the internet, we kind of appreciate that type of transparency and that honesty. So it seems for like a certain amount of time. Though. Yeah. 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 You do have a duration. You do, you're yeah, you're you definitely do. right about it. Yep. You do have a duration, but if this obviously continues into next week, the week after four weeks mm-hmm. in the servers are still bad, then we, people are going to be angry. And then in the exactly. day, people are going to end here and they're to drop the game. Um, but mm-hmm. you do have a, you, you do have a grace window. You do have a grace window because I think none of us kind of foresee this game's success. And it's been, it's been like a, a great story to watch unfold. And I, I'm pretty sure like people who are in the know, just know like, yo, this, this, yo, where did this game come from? I've seen so much comments saying like, yo, what's up with Helldivers one? You know what I mean? A lot of people <laughs> didn't even know shit, nothing about no Helldivers one. Right. So clearly, clearly this game just absolutely blew up. And I want to ask you a question, Jamie. And I want to ask the chat a question. Mm-hmm. Just a question. Today Uh-oh. I ain't gonna start my my PlayStation PC shit. I'm not. I promise. I ain't gonna start that. I ain't gonna start that today. Since you guys hate talking about that, you shit, can't so help I, it. I'm not gonna start. You can't it. Help but it. I, just, I do want to ask a question, Jamie. Uh-huh. If Helldivers to release solely on the PlayStation Five, do you think it has this much talk around it or buzz mm. around it? Do you think it's as hyped? And look how popular it is. Yeah. Would it, would have this been a system seller for the PlayStation? Would people run out to go play Helldivers? Or you think no. because it launched on PC at the same time, hitting both communities at once, that yeah. the game blew up all over the place. So I want to get your opinion, then I definitely want to read the chat uh, and see what they think. So if this game launched exclusively on the PlayStation, would this mm-hmm. would it see this much success as we're seeing today? Oh, um, I'm going to say, I mean, as much, no, I, I can, I think we could we could say that like it, it wouldn't see as much success as it does as it is now only because a lot of the um the word of mouth that has been spreading has kind of been coming from the PC community i ain't going to cap a lot of the guys on the PC like side that i've been seeing a lot of the videos that have been going viral i mean even the video that i took from reddit that ended up having like 5 million views on twitter that i believe that was somebody playing it on PC so they um you know they 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 share a lot of gameplay on the forums they um you know they they post a lot of images and videos on on social media so i think that i think the pc community actually propelled the game on playstation I that's what i was lie. about to say i was just about to say that i was just about <laughs> I to say I, I think because the, we, look you know what's so beautiful about the steam and seeing the numbers we're steadily seeing this game grow grow and grow so i think it's selling more it's People who weren't interested on it on PlayStation, now they piqued their interest. They're like, "Yo, what's going on over here with this Helldivers?" Yeah. I think this because this it, you is know, a game even helps to the PC community. Yeah, I think I think this game doing so well on PC helped people jump into it who had uh, have a PS5 console to even go out and buy the game. I think yeah. that's a a big factor of it because the game just became a thing. It just became a thing. Yeah. So yeah. I read the chat. Most people believe this game wouldn't be nowhere near as popular if they didn't launch on pc uh i I ain't gonna say nowhere near but i do think i think it would it would have still been successful because it was a lot of good buzz going into the game release with the game being like you know looking much different than the first one like you said some people didn't even know about the first one so they coming in off of the perspective of oh what the what the hell is this helldivers 2 has been at a lot of the state of plays they've dropped a lot of trailers on the playstation um but I think it's undeniable that the PC side definitely helped because this is this is the type of game that speaks to them. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not a lot of 
PVE other than like Destiny, like that's the big one. Um, division, but the PVE games, they aren't really that big on the on the consoles. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the PVE stuff really like sings and speaks to the PC community. So I, I do think they they definitely help propel this game to a new a new height. Okay. So you don't think that um if Helldivers was exclusive it would drive more players to buy in a PlayStation to experience it. It it, it wouldn't have no, nah, it wouldn't have passed like things like Fortnite and Call of Duty. It wouldn't have without the PC okay. community. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna yeah. leave it at that. Um but that's good. I'm I'm glad the game has seen all its success. Hopefully they um address the server issues. Apparently it's not that easy to add more servers to the game. Uh, I think the CEO came out and said it, it has something to do with like the coding and the back end mm-hmm. and it takes a lot more work. It's not just like picking up a phone call and buying more service from Microsoft or something like that. So yeah. um, hopefully I heard also too that the game was built on a an engine that is actually no longer even available. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, they stunt the their own like growth. This? They stunt their own the, growth then. But that's like, how you know they probably was not expecting They're not planning for this. this. They wasn't yeah. planning for it to be this big. So for it to be on an engine like this to hold yeah. that many people on the server, like it wasn't planned for this. And I hope they don't come to bite them in the ass in the future. Hopefully, you know, when they get the server capacity yeah. situated, it'll be better. Like even today, um, they came out with a patch that stopped people who like to sit idle on the game just so they don't get booted out and have mm. to come back in. They, so you got 15 minutes. If you, if you, even if you put the game in rest mode for more than 15 minutes and you're on the server, it'll kick you, you out. Kick you out, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's smart. Today was the first day since Sunday. No, it might even been Saturday. First day since the weekend that I was able to get on the game and log directly into the server. So it could be a mixture of people just dropping the game because of the server issues. But I do think that a lot of niggas was hoarding server space just yeah, so they don't yeah. get kicked out. Because it's just, it's just, even if you're just a console player, it's just easy just to, I don't turn off my PlayStation ever. I just put it on standby, right? And I'm pretty sure a lot of mm-hmm. people just do that. So if you're already in the game, just put your shit on standby and you leave and you're just hogging up server space. So it's a good idea for them to kick the idle players. I think that was very a smart temporary fix. For, yeah. for for what's going on here. Um, what would you like to see them implement? Now the game is blowing up so much. What would you like to see yeah. implement? I'll, I'll be right back. Um, tell the, okay. tell the yeah, for sure. So uh, I don't know how many of y'all played the first Helldivers game, but I kind of talked about it a little bit in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the last podcast. But they had, I feel like they had more upgrade ability for like the weapons and stuff like that in this game it just seems like you get a weapon and it is what it is from that point forward um so i would like to see them probably add some more upgrade trees to the weapons um shaders would be nice too for uh the cop not the cosmetics but the armor because it seems like they have a set amount of um new armors that they have in the store that rotate but it would be cool if you could like switch up the colors uh, on the armors that you buy uh, shout out to Blade X. He said, quick match is working perfectly. Yeah, I was playing yesterday, and when I was able to get into the server, I did quick match like four times, and it was it was working good. No issues on that part, so they definitely fixed that. Um, I don't think at this point they're going to add the ability to be in a down state, but that would be cool to see them bring that back, because I, I just think that adds a whole other dynamic to the game where you can, um, you know, they take you out, but you're still down and have the ability to be picked up rather than someone having to use reinforcements to call you back. I think that would be dope. But if the game is, is cool the way it is, I just think they need more customization 
more uh, mission types, more styles of missions and campaigns. Uh, the planets, I think, are procedurally generated, so those are going to vary and switch up each time. And, um, yeah, just keep up with the content. Keep that shit going. Right now on Steam, J-Man, they got 359,000 players playing. So it's the yeah. community's holding up. People are actually having fun and enjoying the game. So now, at this point, it's up to PlayStation. It's up to PlayStation to keep this going. They got to they gotta mm-hmm. help them out, support them. Because, listen, yeah. we've been hearing um, Jim Ryan talk about the live service games. And it seems like, you, yo, you started off on a great foot. You finally got great. one. You could finally got for one start. I, I, for a better start than this. You kind of already yeah. got one, and it seems like a game like this, with the right care, it can evolve. It can evolve to something really big. You know what I'm saying? Like bigger. Mm-hmm. Depending, mm-hmm. I don't like. Once again, I don't know their constraints because of the engine, this, that, and that. But it seems like a game that yo with a couple of even just something simple as character skins and crossovers. Like you could do a lot yes. for people to just even just stick around and play the game. But like you said, people um, even going crazy off that mm-hmm. Twitch drop. Uh, skin because they they think that's a Master Chief uh, nod because it's called mm. um, it's one one seven something something and P- and it's green of course so you know oh, they, okay oh, I see so they they say oh that might be like a little Master Chief nod Chief right nod, there right that's what I'm saying like yo it's now they got to just put mad money behind this to keep it going because mm. I think right now they got a uh, like the the core experience is really good. It's really fun to play with friends, so they they mm-hmm. just need to just keep on adding stuff. And more nighttime, enemy they, types, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that yeah, because it's gonna, it will, it's gonna get boring fast. More yeah. weapons, enemies, so, or that would get or that shit will get boring if you don't. Yeah, add so more they they do a good job within the enemy types that they have of having a variety. Like mm-hmm. each enemy type, in terms of the bugs and the, the the automatons, it's like ten or fifteen different types of those robots. Mm-hmm. But they just need more of the type. Like, if you know what I'm saying? Like, I bugs, see, robots, and something exactly. else. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, they don't even yeah. have to make a, a totally new faction. But like like you're saying, they can just make more uh, bugs to drop in. And maybe do uh, big events where there's like a super one, like a super boss mm-hmm. that like people have to fight for like special yeah. rewards and stuff like that. Like, they could do cool stuff with this. There's a lot of opportunity. And I think they should yeah. seize it because it seems like they're off to an uh, absolutely fantastic start. So shout out to them. You know, shout out to the people at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. And then they got the uh, like the the um, the campaigns, like the the major campaigns, like how you know how like the first week we were playing um the bug planets and we had to liberate yeah. the two planets and shit like that as a community. And then this week is the automaton, so like stuff like that is gonna keep people that are really you know into the game. That's gonna keep them a little occupied. But yeah, yeah. for the people that might step away once they get bored. They're going to need those, you know, crossovers, those big events, those things to draw people back in. Yep, exactly. So. All right. So moving on, um, J-Man, we got confirmation. Oh, we got confirmation of all the Xbox games going to PlayStation. <laughs> you know, they're not rumors no more. So no do, you the, <laughs> do you have the dates in front of you? Um. Let's see. Yeah, I can pull we, up. We, we can pull up the dates. Yes, I got them right uh, here. All right, perfect. Okay. All right, yeah. so break it down for us. All right, so, you know, Phil Spencer got up on that podcast and talked about, you know, four games <laughs> being brought to uh, other platforms from the Xbox Game Studios. And he didn't mention the four games that, at that podcast, but did say that they were coming in, you know, in the first half of 2024. And... Thanks to Nintendo, who did a 
what they do a direct a partner think, showcase yeah. direct yeah we learned about two of them and then playstation later on um announced the other two so we got pentiment from obsidian entertainment which is coming to playstation 4 playstation 5 and nintendo switch as of today it's today. out today pentiment so go out there and buy pentiment i i never listen, played it i don't know if you have. and listen in, um I remember a while a while ago when it launched. I think Microsoft sent me a code. I, I I couldn't get into it. It's not personally my style of game, but check it out. It might be your style of game, right? Um, from what I see, people call it really good. Apparently, it's supposed to be some murder detective type of game, but obviously, you got a a, a really creative art style and stuff like that. Um, Go check it out. The reviews for the game is really, really good. It was just personally wasn't my cup of tea, but uh, maybe you guys will be interested. So I think it's currently on sale for 20 bucks on uh, PSN. So go check it out. Go check it out and go look at gameplay and see if it's something that you would play. What, what else? It's like a, um, like it's a, like, uh, a novel. Not a, it's not even a, well, I don't oh, even think it's a, a novel. Narrative it's like, type of, it's like a narrative oh, detective. Okay. Yeah, it's like a narrative detective. Shit, something like that. It, just go look at gameplay for it and see if you some that you're into. It's not really my. I actually never too, looked at gameplay for this game, so I, I just thought that the shit, shit looked like a picture book. I ain't gonna. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm good. <laughs> what else? What I, I else? definitely want to look at it and see if I, I'm gonna check it out. I probably play it on Game Pass if I'm interested. But um, <laughs> the next game that we learned about that's coming to other platforms is Hi-Fi Rush. So Hi-Fi, Hi-Fi Rush. Rush. It's actually only coming to one uh, other platform, and that's PlayStation 5. It's not coming to PS4. It's not coming to Nintendo Switch. And that is uh, scheduled to release on March 19th. Okay, so next month, Hi-Fi Rush is, is coming to PlayStation. Um, okay, yeah. so, you know, last podcast I, I mentioned, yo, if I was a PlayStation fan or a PlayStation fan, well, and you want more to accelerate things, I would support some of these games. This is the one that you support. I think this is the one that you would support because Hi-Fi Rush is a good game. Hi-Fi Rush yeah, is I a very, very good game. So I, I out of all of these, out of I all the games they showed, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> Go play Hi-Fi That'd Rush. Be the one it's I a recommend. good game. Artistically, I was surprised. Gameplay, cool. I was surprised to not see it uh, announced for Switch, but maybe you can't guess... run. Maybe Switch Two. That's a rumor now that's going around saying that it's gonna be it's gonna be a launch title for the. Nintendo Switch, Switch 2. 2, and I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked yeah. at all. If that was I can see case. that. Yeah. I can see that. I just, I don't know. I just didn't think this game couldn't run on the Switch, but I guess it would have to be probably like a minimum 60 FPS. At all FPS. times. Yeah. Yeah. For at a rhythm times. type of game. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so next Rush. up on the list. Oh, hi- oh, do you want to talk more about Hi-Fi Rush? Or? Okay. I do want I do want to mention that um, physical copies is coming for Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush, and they're going to be through limited run game. So if you're somebody like me who who thought like a, you know, a physical a physical copy of Hi-Fi Rush would be super dope, it is coming, but it's going to be through limited run game. So I'm pretty sure you're going to have to like pre-order off their website when it becomes available. They don't have it up for pre-order now, but they want to talk. They said they will talk about it at a later date. But for people who do want a physical copy of Pentiment, it's available now for you to pre-order. Have you bought anything from limited run games before? I feel like I have one game from them. I hear nothing but bad things about limited run. Oh games. yeah, like people What's say it? 
you don't get your games in like a timely fashion and shit like that. Mm. I had um, I mean, I know Jack Move. I think he probably has some issues, but he always have issues with everybody. Uh, <laughs> Neil Gamespark was he's what he said. He said if you order from Limited Run Games today, you'll receive your game by the time your uh your child walks the stage at graduation. Damn, they slow like that. <laughs> I was Damn. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm That's trying to tough. figure out like what I didn't know it was that bad. So I I don't know. I, I thought you know maybe you have that's more, that's tough. That sucks. Nah, more nah. experience with nah, them. I feel like I bought I feel like I bought one game from them. It was a while ago. I can't even remember how my experience was. I feel like I like I bought one game from them before. That's crazy. Well, on PlayStation Store is twenty nine ninety nine, um, and the if you got PlayStation Plus, it's ten percent off. So twenty six ninety nine if you're interested. Okay. Oh, hold um, on. Black Dragon in the chat said he bought Persona three. And four, and still haven't got it since September. God, that's damn. crazy! Holy shit! <laughs> damn. All right, oh yo. So I guess uh, I guess this. I don't know why they just didn't release regular physical copies, but that's neither here or there. I, I guess Microsoft doesn't want to waste any sort of money on um, manufacturing and shipping or whatever they got to deal with yeah. to, to put those on the store shelves. But it is what I it feel is. like certain. If like bigger titles come later down later down the line, I think they might get um physical releases. Yeah. Like if the master I don't know, if the Master Chief collection come to PlayStation, I feel like that'll get a physical release. I feel I feel like, yeah, I feel like it sells more copies if you give it the opportunity if you give it a physical because a lot of yeah. yes, even though digital is eclipsed, uh physical media, at least from what we see, I think on PlayStation they said something like sixty percent, sixty six or something like that. Yeah, around that six was the last report. But but yo, what the hell? Like thirty four is still a, a pretty good number, yo. You know what I mean? Like I think it's worth <laughs> supporting. I think it's still worth supporting. Um, but yeah, what else? What else? Uh, they confirm coming to PlayStation. Um, they confirmed that uh, grounded another game from Obsidian Entertainment. It's Obsidian, love them some PlayStation. Uh, is coming April sixteenth. It will be cross play supported. Um, okay. And it's coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Nintendo Switch. So everybody will be able to play together. And they also announced that it has uh, crossed 20 million players. But they say 20 million players into the backyard of Grounded. Okay. There you go. Grounded is coming to PlayStation in April. You was you was on Grounded a little bit when that came out. Know what I mean? People, 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 people are going to call me crazy, but that game, that game is, is a good time. That game is a good time with friends. Another good game. Listen, if you play, if you're running around you playing Power, you listen, ain't going back to it, dog. Listen, you listen, ain't going back listen, to it. If, you're, if people happened? are running around playing Power Worlds, give grounded a ch- give grounded a chance. It's actually it's actually pretty fun. And when you run into no, one thank, of them spider no, those with, with the boys, that shit was entertaining as hell, bro. When the spiders busting in your base, yo, that shit was crazy. Hey, hold on, pause that. <laughs> okay, relax, 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 relax. <laughs> <laughs> super paw, super paw. I'm gonna I'm I'm turn on that uh, phobia mode. I don't want no spiders <laughs> busting into my base. So I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Never says yeah, good um, with friends type. Yo, that, that's a lot of. That sounds like Hell Divers two to me too. I ain't gonna oh, hold nah, you. I, I play a lot of Hell Divers by myself. Nah, I, yeah. I, I need I need to play with people. I need to play with people. With that that game is so much more fun with people. It's definitely more like, fun with more people, way, but I, I can yeah. play it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, the ground is and, actually really not that bad. I know people are going to give it a bad rep because just how the game looks, but the game is actually pretty fly. It is actually pretty fly, but if you I play this game, you know, you know. Well on Switch. If you know, you I know. I do see it doing well on Switch. I don't know if the PlayStation is going to fuck with this. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't see it. Switch, I think Switch gang might, might uh, you know, see what's up. But it's cross-play, <laughs> so that's always a good thing. Yeah, that's good. Play it with your friends. And last one. 
Last but not least, we have the greatest replacement to melatonin. Um, <laughs> the greatest sleep aid since a BG video. Oh, shit. Um, sea of Thieves. <laughs> oh, sea shit. of Thieves from Rare. I think this is the first game from Rare that's on a PlayStation platform, I think they said. And they like, said in 40 years or something like 40 that. 40 years. 40 year history. 40 years. Yeah, and they celebrated in grand fashion. They said... Uh, They're they happy. They sound the happy video. as shit. <laughs> Yo, they hyped. They posted a video, um, this montage of everybody asking, when does it come to PlayStation? When does it come to PlayStation? And they say, your answer, your uh, your questions have been answered. And Sea of Thieves is coming to PlayStation 5. They're like, finally, someone's going to buy our game. Yeah. <laughs> they happy as shit. They happy as shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually out um, April 30th. And you could wish list it, I guess, today. Um, listen, and then this... Listen, Jamie, okay. I got I got no slander for Sea of Thieves today. Um, I played that launch way back. I don't know if y'all remember that classic stream where <laughs> the blanket and the pillow came out. Um, <laughs> but um, what's it called? I played it. I played it way back at launch. And yes, the waves were really nice, Jamie. The waves are really nice. But that gameplay, Lou, was so trash at the time. They got us like catching chickens and doing all sorts of weird shit. So, you know, Sea of Thieves is a game as a service and has been going on for a hot minute yeah so uh i don't know if here's much it's better way, today it's way better today I'm, I'm actually a little bit curious i don't know if i'm curi- curious enough to go download it and try it for myself but i'm curious right. enough to maybe look at some youtube content and watch a video to see what they did since launch but hey man um apparently I, listen i see nobody in this community fuck with sea of thieves at all but it seems mm-hmm. to garner a uh, uh a decent player base at one point. I think it, when it launched on Steam, it had like 5 million players. I don't know what streamer streamed the game, but the shit like started to take oh, off and have a little bit of a community. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah. I think a streamer streamed it, then all of a sudden yeah, it got popping. <laughs> and it got popping. Al- Alex used to always say who the streamer was. I forgot the fucking name. Yeah, I forgot the, um, I forgot the name. But yeah, he was saying like after the dude streamed it, it was, it was out of here. I forget. Maybe somebody in the chat will know his name. But they do say the, uh, the player... The total players, at least, is 35 million. So a lot of people at least attempted it or tried it out. But I wasn't one. Oh, this is what I want to ask you. Sea of Thieves, it kind of, you know, it typically brings up this debate or question on social media. Um, People feel like a game like Sea of Thieves should be re-reviewed at this point because of all the content and shit that they've dropped um, and the state that the game is in now compared to what it is uh, what it was when it first launched. So mm. I think on like Metacritic, it's sitting at, I think it's in the 60s or something like that. But people swear that it's a much better game today. today. Do you feel like review sites should go back and change their scores on what Sea of Thieves was then versus what it is now? That's a good question. So pretty much games as a service, since it's ongoing, like it can launch trash, but later down the road get better. So do they deserve to get re-reviewed? Yeah. Yeah, by accident. Um, wow. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. no. I can understand the reason, the logic-wise thing, but I'm going to say no because I feel like, yo, we we can't set a precedent where um, launching a game terrible and fixing it later is acceptable. 
I think that's I think it mm. kind of sets that kind of precedent that like you know oh people will get back to this and give it Ravens re- great scores once we get our act together and actually fix our game and make it better. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel yeah. like we we have to if the game's launching on this day we have to judge it at its merits at launch. If it gets better, then it gets better. You know what I'm saying? I think that right. incentivizes developers at least for launch that the game is up to snuff and has enough content and is quality. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I don't, I don't, I think they should leave that that as a mark that to show other developers, yo, launch your game dope, so you get great reviews mm-hmm. out the gate, and as the game continues to get content, you know, um, you know, people people are just happy and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. I think it just sends a bad precedent if you keep on going back to re-review games after. It was trash at launch, but they fixed it later. I don't think I don't think that's yeah. a, it sets a good precedent. I think we should keep that nasty staying there, so it's a it's a symbol <laughs> that right. nasty review score. So it's a symbol for other developers to launch their games, at least in a way be, in a better state day one for the first day for first day players to enjoy. I agree, because uh, that that also has been like a, a topic about the reviews for Hell Divers. Like I think some of the reviews have dinged it for the servers but the servers now are way worse than they were like a week ago and so people are like oh should they go back and and dock it dock the score mm. with, with this that close you know what i'm saying so i i don't know with the with the hell divers that's a little i think it's a little bit more trickier it's like because it's so close to the release that i don't think i really would be mad if they went back and changed it but for a game like sea of thieves or any game like that going forward i think as I think you, if you are inclined, like if you feel like you want to do it as a review site, I think they should have like season um reviews, like season reviews, because that's usually yeah, when so, a big some, chunk of yeah, content comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I agree. you can that's review a good idea the too. season as well as the state of the game, because I do think live service games need to be reviewed. The DLC on a periodic or basis, yeah. That's, exactly. That's like, like that. I, okay. That I'm cool with that. If you're reviewing a DLC or an expansion and co- like mm-hmm. writing an article and like maybe, but using that as a separate entity, I think that's fine. I see yeah, Black Dragon. Separate. I see. Yeah, yeah, I see Black Dragon in the chat say they shouldn't review the PS5 version. No, I think if it comes to a different platform, you, that's you could re-review a game because now you're reviewing right. that game for a different platform. So I'm pretty sure yeah. CFDs is gonna have a different review versus the it's Xbox. Probably gonna be higher. It's probably be higher. You know that's higher. gonna cause a, a stir on the timeline. That shit. Yeah, they're gonna be. <laughs> PlayStation, I told you, I told you, it's bias, it's bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Refer back to this video when it happened because I already see the wrong. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that too. (laughs) But no, but if a game comes to a different platform, I think the same thing happened with Ori when it hit to the Nintendo Switch. The new reviewers they reviewed the the Nintendo Switch version. I think that's all Mm -hmm. fair in game. If Mm -hmm. I think that's fair in game, so I I have no issue. And that shit also works against games sometimes too. I've seen remasters come out and get lower scores than the original game because mm-hmm. people have felt like they haven't done enough mm-hmm. um, in the remaster to warrant a score as good or as high as the original version did. Yeah. So I, it definitely works both ways when it comes to re-releasing a game or putting it on a different platform. Yeah, I definitely could see that's crazy. I can I can definitely see the PlayStation version of Sea of Thieves actually be reviewed higher, yo. That's a, yeah. that's a wild. I could see that because, yeah, it should be reviewed higher if it has all this extra content in it. And we're getting like, you know, after how many seasons of Sea of Thieves content? Like, mm-hmm. they have mad seasons now. So I wouldn't be shocked if it has a higher review score than the original release on the Xbox. So I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But I do think like that whole seasons thing, like I, I feel like that should be a thing. Like seasons get reviewed. And I think it should be attached to these websites as like Metacritic, OpenCritic, 
Um, Maybe just so shouldn't people get can scores. see it. Scores are so sometimes uh, scores be over. Maybe they shouldn't get scores, I'm but they shouldn't review it. because people people uh, people don't want to read no damn review or or hear any opinion. All the people want to do is scroll to the bottom, look at the score, and get the skip number. to the end of the video, <laughs> look at the number. That's all people do. Yeah. Sometimes you have to listen to what they actually really be saying, you know. Like I, I don't yeah. understand, bro. But yeah, I don't think a, I would be mad at it at it at it getting the score, but it it shouldn't reflect with the original score. Like don't then merge it in and average it out with the yeah, original. Yeah, I don't Just have that. it separate. Like, you know, you switch the tab over or click a little arrow and they show you all the seasons and what the season scored or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Jamie, and I, I think we, you know, we touched on it a little bit last podcast, but this yeah. is just the beginning. It's clear as day. This is just the beginning. Oh, Xbox came out and said, it's just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw that tweet, but I what think that tweet, um, so on Twitter, somebody had asked the Xbox account after they uh, started announcing everything on their official Twitter account. Mm-hmm. They was like, um, how'd it go? He says, the days of exclusivity should come to an end. Gaming is a better place when we can all play any game on any platform. Xbox replied, the official account, and I know it's probably some intern or whatever, but it's just hilarious that they said the biggest games will be more than just one platform. So they, I think some people was getting on me for saying that was something, but if Xbox wasn't putting their games on other consoles, then I could just take that as Xbox and PC. But because they've shown already now the the willingness to put their games anywhere where they feel like it makes sense, I just think, yeah, I think that means anything, anything for them. Anything for Xbox. Listen, the people who think it's going to end with these four games are completely delusional, and that's just the end of discussion. If you think it's going to end with these four mm-hmm. games, then it, it makes no sense. There's, there's some doors when you open, they stay open, and I would fully expect more titles to cross over. I'm willing to bet money to anybody that next year we'll probably see another drop of Xbox games that from Xbox Game Studios yeah. on PlayStation. Not even just the Bethesda, what we expect, the Activision games, but... From Xbox Game Studios themselves, I could definitely see it. Cause once you they once talk you, once you second half twenty twenty four. Oh shit! Once you once you open you the door like this, there's no closing. There's no closing. What's the rumor right now? Yeah, so uh, um, the second half of twenty twenty four. That's when people with uh, the rumor is like Gears. Um, the new the next Doom game that's going to be announced is coming to PlayStation Day One. Um, and some other games. I forget what, what the other games was. But, yeah, they're they already rumblings about the second half of 2024. Because Phil did, I think he did say in that podcast, he's like, yeah, this is, you know, just the first four games with the first half of 2024. And we'll see where it goes from there. So, I think they're already at least talking <laughs> you know, about it. Yeah, they're so smart with that stuff. Because, you know, he just had to say key words. No, we don't have Starfield or Indiana Jones planned. And all the <laughs> Xbox guys said, fine, we okay. <laughs> we okay. <laughs> Hold on, Jamie. Hold it down for a second. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hello? This is just the tip. <laughs> y'all, y'all crazy. Just the tip. Yeah, they listen, Xbox fans, they going through it. I'm seeing some of them. They say, no, nah, it's just these four games. Some of them are like, yeah, it's over. Like, they were disappointed because there were games announced at the Nintendo uh, Direct the other day that already is excluding xbox so they're like we giving up games to other platforms and we still got games not coming to our platform so them boys is they upset they upset but i do think the floodgates is open they got they got so many games that they could bring to i think gears is a no-brainer to bring to to playstation like that's a game that i want to see survive i want to see have a bigger player base 
So if they if they ever plan to come out with like a Gears collection, um, like a remastered collection, like something that they did with the first one, but for the rest of the games, I think that that needs to be on all platforms day one. I think that do because I think I just think that makes sense for the franchise. Doom, the next Doom game. That's what they was. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the article. Hold on. Doom 2024 PlayStation because yeah, people was talking about that thing being on on PlayStation Day One. Fire Phil Spencer. This whole games won't be exclusive in the future. Only applies to Xbox because they don't have a great game. I'm gonna be real with y'all. At this point, I think Phil is probably one of the last people in that um. In the office, in those meetings, fighting for exclusivity. I think, like, you know, he does say the things like, when we, you know, when we all play, what is it, when we all play, we all win, or whatever, whatever he says. I think he's probably one of the last ones in that office fighting. I think guys like Satya Nadella, uh, whoever the CFO, I forget his name. I think those guys are head over heels with putting their games on other platform. Every single game. I think Phil has, like, a, a barometer of games that he's like all right this a game like uh starfield a game like indiana jones a game like maybe even like a hellblade he's probably like this can't go to playstation shit almost never my bad nah you good <laughs> you're good all right what, what, what are you on right now just talking about the the games yeah just the whole xbox thing somebody was saying Firefield spencer i'm like he's probably one of the last people in that office fighting for some type of exclusivity <laughs> i think i think guys like satya nadella and the cfo they're like yo put everything on, on it's over for that man. it's over for that once again i think it all boils down to like development costs some of these games right once again microsoft did a huge purchase some of these games were selling millions on uh playstation you got to remember that doom Eternal, the original Doom 20, mm-hmm. 2016, probably did extremely well on PlayStation. So just to kind of cut off that user base, right? You're going to have to fill the void with some, right? Like, you know, yeah. I don't know, man. So it, it probably makes sense for them that, like, yo, if it's not driving our Game Pass subscribers up and we're not really selling, we're actually selling less copies now <laughs> than we were selling before, obviously someone's going to look at it and be like, yo, this is, yo, we got to put this on PlayStation, bro. We got to put this over there to make some money, yo. I don't know. <laughs> It just yeah. makes it makes sense in my mind. It makes it makes total sense in my mind. So I it's think just right been, yeah. Oh Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's just been surreal, like seeing Xbox like talk about their games being on other platforms like that, especially PlayStation. Like motherfuckers came a long way from being in the lunchroom arguing with niggas about fucking Halo being That's on Xbox. Saying, you know, the times are different, PlayStation. right? It's crazy. Even like the whole PlayStation PC thing. Like this is a conversation like like eight years ago. Seven years ago, mm-hmm. J-Man, you were crazy if you were saying, like, if you told somebody seven, eight years ago that, yo, Uncharted is going to be launched on Steam, you know what they'll say to you, bro? You know what they'll yeah. say? You know what the type of shit they'll say? They, you know what the type of shit they'll be saying? They'll be, yo, bro, so we're in a different time for real. We're definitely in a different time. And, um, and then, so do you day, think yo, this is the future of gaming for everybody? Where, um, not just on PC, but motherfuckers is mixing and mingling shit. Everywhere. Nintendo is gonna start doing it. PlayStation is gonna start doing it. Putting their shit on Xbox. See, I don't like. To, I don't like to use the word never. You see, that's why people, especially in this industry, I don't. I do mm-hmm. not like to say, use the word ever. You know why? Because I'm already seeing like uh, PlayStation do say, "Yo, PlayStation will never put games on Xbox." I don't like. I don't. I don't like that. Never. Because yo, it, for, you can't mm-hmm. talk an absolute in the gaming industry. You, I feel like you just can't talk an absolute because it could happen. It could happen. 
for for whatever circumstances, while it be have to do with laws. How do you know? Once again, so, someone makes a laws like, "Yo, we want to abolish this exclusive shit." Blah blah blah. It, yeah, how, <laughs> yo, that shit, that type of shit could happen, and boom, look what happens. Or it could be an anomaly like an MLB situation. Now we now if you if you want to continue producing this game, put this shit on Xbox. Yeah. So I don't like but using I think, the word. Ne- I don't like I the, using the word never. Never. I, I think, don't like that I think, word. I think I when people know. say never, it's like they're not thinking about stuff like that. I think stuff like that is out of the control of, you know, the. I don't know, just like the, the control of the publishers and the the console manufacturers and shit like yeah. that. Like, like for PlayStation, could there could there ever be a point where they put like games that aren't really selling anymore on other but, platforms? So yeah, but Jamie, you see, look, what, what we're talking about once again, the discussion that we're even having right now would have been ludicrous ten years ago. It would have been ludicrous. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't use. I can't talk in absolutes. I can't say PlayStation will never do will never put a game on Xbox or on an Xbox platform. I can never say that. I, I just don't feel comfortable saying that because I feel like yo, it's definitely like who knows what could happen, yo. I think at this time period though, at, like wh- where PlayStation is on the market today, it doesn't really seem like it makes sense for them to put a game on Xbox like that. Unless if yeah. they just really want to just make it. It doesn't make like I feel like PC is like the good uh, middle ground platform to get your extended revenue, your extra revenue that you would want. Off some of these IP because you're already dominating on the console side of things. You're selling. You're still s- capable of selling a hundred million units. But maybe it comes to a day that consoles don't sell a hundred million anymore, or who knows if that day w- that day will come. That b- all these guys can't sell a hundred million consoles no more, but they're selling a little bit left. But they gotta kind of just put their IP at different places. I don't know. Who knows where? Who knows where at this point? But I, one thing I won't do is say never. That's one thing yeah. I won't do. I'm, I'm not gonna say never. <laughs> never. But it's definitely I, I could, interesting that, times we in. I could I could see them doing it on a Nintendo platform. I just don't I I get I was gonna say I just don't know where they benefit from putting shit on Xbox. Um but if, if Microsoft is given a crazy bag for some shit to be on Game Pass, like who knows? They they might fuck around and do something. So some how about shit like the that. Xbox console don't exist anymore? Let's just say hypothetical the Xbox console don't exist. So yeah. What's to say that Microsoft? Yeah, like what you just said, Microsoft won't pull up to PlayStation. He's like, "Yo, put this on Game Pass for us. This is the money we'll for this. this." Yeah, like what is? Who does mm-hmm. that hurt? Who does that really hurt? If you really think think about it, does that hurt PlayStation? Maybe their subscription service. They're gonna be like, if they have one at the time, that's like really competing with Game Pass like that, like some evolution of like the plus. Who knows, yo? Who really knows yeah. at this point? All I know that is none crazy. of this really affects me. I'm gonna enjoy my gaming regardless, yo. Because me, I really don't <laughs> care for the like the plastic box. I don't have like a love for the plastic box, but I'm having more uh-huh. of a love for the actual <laughs> the game. I, you know, I think we need to give credit more to the developers. The game itself, like we should like uh-huh. hype up those. Where like you're playing, I the do game, think yo? exclusivity does matter still, though. I don't know. I just feel like while sometimes exclusives ain't the best selling games on the platform. It kind of gives it a DNA when you got that, you know what I mean? That that game that's does anything have a DNA anymore? On... Does anything? Um, but think about it in twenty twenty four. Does anything have a I, DNA I do. anymore? I do. I think so. I think PlayStation right now has the DNA of the single player story driven blockbuster games, and I think bro. those ones that are exclusive to them. But they, they said themselves, yo, they... it's not an exclusive anymore. Everything is a glorified time it's... exclusive, Jamie. Even right but... now, even for that, for that specific game you're talking about, it's not an mm-hmm. exclusive. It's a glorified time exclusive. So what DNA are you really talking about? But that, but that's still enough of a DNA. Because games ain't two so. years, a year, even six months after. It's not going to do as much as it's done 
and the, the first, and I, you know, I when it that. first gets on the fucking market. So that's still a DNA for enough for people to be a, go out. As long as you're still trying to sell a box. If Xbox gets out of the box race, then forget it. All but you know, you know, you know what? You know, you're still trying to sell you, you, a platform. You know why I think, that, play, I think that thing doesn't make sense matters. to me? The sell the box mm -hmm. thing doesn't really make too much sense to me. Because let's look at a year at 2023. How many? Yeah. Exclusive does PlayStation had, or like your your term, Mr. Major? How many major exclusive did PlayStation have in 2023? One, <laughs> one. J-Man, how many months did they win an MPD in 2023? They ain't got no competition, dog. Like what, <laughs> once again, so what are we? No so that's competition. what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like yo, PlayStation is even selling off the strength. They only released one major game last year. One major IP but, last year, and they're selling yeah, off the strength anyways. But, but it's off the strength, but it's also off of. They have other games too on that platform that people still are picking up a, a PS5 to play. Just because it's 2024 or three doesn't mean that they can't play games for 2022. That's 2021, that's true. 2020. That's true. That's, they but also, up also, but what, also when shit. we get their breakdown from UK, the, the US, we might see one or two exclusives on the, on the top 10 list. One or two exclusives. Yeah, on no, the top I, 10 I, don't, list. I don't think the exclusives are the the like the things that sell these consoles. I, I think, think FIFA. I think FIFA and Two K probably sells more consoles than the freaking like a oh, for uh, sure. Game, so fucking uh, for sure, right? Madden Two K. A GTA, I, I, a GTA would sell more consoles than a freaking thing, yo. So, right. but point, I, I do think those is, exclusives even, give it a, like it gives it a a, 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 a a image like a DNA. Like, all right, if I want to get those games on PlayStation, the exclusives, I know I got to go there. I know I'm, I can play. 2K Madden anywhere. I can play it on Xbox, but I'm not gonna pick up the Xbox because I'm. Uh, I want to also get those PlayStation exclusives as well, in addition to the 2Ks. That's all. I'm I see what you're trying to say, but I think we're getting more and more mm -hmm. away from that. That's the way the way the industry looks like. Because what's again, what's really exclusive nowadays? Like, if you're not looking at like a Nintendo console, and we're not talking about games that you get acquired legally mm -hmm. by obviously emulation or stuff like that, right? Like, what's yeah. really exclusive? PlayStation already came on, confirms, yo, yo, a year, yo, a year or two later, we're gonna put this shit on. They're already doing the day and date. The day and date's here. They're doing the day and date with the live service games. We, they might even mm -hmm. start doing that with remakes with Until Dawn. That might be the first time oh, we yeah, see a remake. That sounds like it's gonna be day and date to me, right? So, yo, and they already said okay with the other stuff. Maybe a year or two years, which who knows what will change. I think it will change. Yeah. You don't think it will change? But I, I still feel like. Um, no, I think like, I think it'll nothing change. is exclusive. I, nothing is exclusive. I think bro. it's gonna get as low as six months. <laughs> like I'm telling you, I think it could get as low see, as six see, months. And my argument is like, if you're just gonna stagger to release six months, release it the same day. It will do probably more just off hype alone. Nah, it will do more off hype alone, bro. Bro, six months is still a long time. They do that with uh, third party exclusives. They when they have shits at six months. Some of them Final Fantasy I, games. I, I, they, once again, like I think Helldivers is a is a great case study. For releasing something at the same time when everybody is hyped and could talk about it online on social media, mm -hmm. I think it's a great case study to and a great more of an argument to more reasons why maybe we should put this shit. Because once again, you said on this podcast, the chat said on this podcast, we do not believe Helldivers Two will be as popular as it is if it didn't launch simultaneously on PC. No, I just don't. let's say but if Helldivers launched a year or two years later, Jamie, mm -hmm. will it be as popping yeah. if it launched a year or two years later? But no, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't would. be as popping. It's in the zeitgeist, but I also think that's a PC. That game speaks to PC. If it was factions, I think there would have been more neck and neck, or PlayStation would have been leading the pack on that, on that type of game. That was day one. I think fa factions speaks more to the PlayStation community than it does to the PC community. So I do think it's a, it's a game. It's a case, but, but, Spencer, it's a case by case basis. But 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 okay okay. But a game like Spider Man Two, you think it, if Nixus had the port ready and it launched mm -hmm. 
it launched on PC. Oh, it would have been. It would have been. You, th- you think it would be past ten million sales? You don't think it would have been huge? It would have been major. It would have been huge. That game. That game speaks to your grandmother. Like that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying your reach might actually be. But Jamie, I feel like your reach might even be more. Like I feel like yo, just the word of mouth, the buzz surrounding about it, just be hitting the two communities at the same time, might even make you sell even more copies. Might even sell they want shit, you to buy but, a PlayStation, dog. They still want but you the, to do my, that. But my point in bringing it up is asking you how many exclusive that dropped in 20, 23, mm-hmm. and you said one. People yeah, are still one. buying. Play, a, people dry, are still. So my point year. in bringing that up is people are still buying PlayStations. I mean, people are still but buying what? PlayStations. How many bought it for Spider-Man 2? You know what I'm saying? How many people you think bought a PlayStation? Out of them 21 million that they saw, how many people you think bought a PlayStation 5 for Spider-Man 2? I think Come the people on, who say the whole point of no console is full of shit and a lot, a PlayStation will still sell. That's my, my take. No one could change no, my mind. I, I think I, PlayStation will still sell a, a shit ton of cop. If Spider-Man, should, 2 yeah. launched on, if Spider-Man 2 launched on PC at the same time, I don't think all of a sudden PC PlayStation fucking dies. I don't I don't believe that one it's, bit. It's going to be a I do little not bit believe of, that. It might even be a little bit of a dip, but it's not going to be like, oh shit. It's still going to be the stop selling. No, I don't believe that. People make it sound like it's yeah. like that. I don't believe that one bit. Nah, because they think that's why Xbox is um, and in the I, situation I, that I, I think that's now. a terrible argument because Xbox has once again before the day and date or the PC play anywhere happened, they're already getting smoked two to one. It's a bigger issue over there at Microsoft, but people want to turn off their brain, brain and just say. Uh, is PCs the, the reason why Xbox is not selling, which is definitely not the case. Xbox is not yeah. selling because a lot of factors. A lot of factors. Just say crazy. I do love these conversations. But I feel like they're so nuanced that, you know, just getting into the weeds of it. I'll be talking about it. I do. Yeah. But, right. yeah, man. Let me read some <laughs> the four of games. super chats. This one is from Type 1. He says, been a minute since I could catch y'all live. Switching the camera to third person uh, for Helldivers 2 was a huge addition to the hype, in my opinion. All love, mm-hmm. stay safe. It definitely did help. Mm-hmm. It definitely did help its appeal to more like the casual audience, more just regular like people. Okay, John mm-hmm. John the Don says Xbox going through their whole slate arc, and now the fanboys will have to accept it because Microsoft sees the value of multi platform. Feel salty about mm-hmm. Hell Divers too, though. Yes, he is pretty salty. <laughs> they uh, this is their second whole slate arc because yeah, I know. when the uh, PC was when the first the, one, right? The PC, yeah, twenty six. Quantum Break, Phil. Quantum Break, Quantum Break. They was like, yeah, it's only going to be Quantum Break. Don't expect. And what all happened? These, other games these guys fell in line. All these guys, all these guys were mad. They all fell in line, bro. Same shit's gonna happen to all these guys, bro. Like, cut Yo, it out, bro. I don't buy y'all. I don't. I don't, I don't buy y'all. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, what you think about Phil when he said that um, he doesn't see who Hell Divers benefits not being on Xbox? Phil, Phil, once again, people have to understand. Phil Spencer, once again, he talks too much. That's number one. I think he should just sometimes some of these comments get the fuck up because (laughs) he's saying that comment about Hell Divers, but at the same time, like a game like Hellblade Two is exclusively on Xbox. So what does that benefit? Like he just says these things that. People just like just scratch their head. I think he he's one of those people who just says he tries to say the right thing for the moment, but like like what he's saying don't really even be making sense because he contradicts himself a lot. You understand? He contradicts himself in that own statement. He said yeah. he doesn't understand who it benefits, but we do the same thing, so I understand it. Like yeah. what? <laughs> Come on, dog, just yeah, shut up it, sometimes. It, yeah, just sometimes you don't need to talk. I think yo, I think PlayStation saves themselves a lot of trouble just not talking. You know what? What yeah. PlayStation does? They do action. Then maybe in the interview later, they might discuss why they did the action. And I think that's yeah. smart. And I think that's going to be their approach. They don't explain. They don't come out and explain nothing to y'all. They just do what they do. What they see is best for their company. 
right? Because they already know at the end of the day, the hardcore fanboys are going to fall in line. They're going to blow in the wind whatever direction that they say to go in. Right. They're going to go that direction. You know and what I'm Nintendo saying? Nintendo don't say a fucking word. They don't say they nothing. Don't they, say just, they just do. When, is, when did you see they Nintendo come out and talk? They don't shit. say nothing, but they operate and they're uber successful. So I think, once again, Microsoft could learn from from those companies and just not talk. <laughs> just don't talk, yo. Just Sometimes just I, shut I up. Wonder, just do do what you're doing and let's see if it works out for you. You know what I mean? Do what you're doing. Have they always been like that? Like, did they did they get to that point? Because I think it started in the Xbox One the they Xbox were, One era. I think I it started with the Xbox it. One. I don't remember. Well, the, also, the I internet they, is a I, different place, too. And social right. media is a bigger presence in gaming than it ever was before. You know what I'm saying? So, But, but they kind of, like, ushered in this whole renaissance of online gaming and being more connected uh, through people online. So I wonder if they felt like, you know, that was the next evolution of being more connected with the players. Like, is, yeah. is having those personalities that are out there at these events to shake hands, kiss babies. Oh, I'm playing with Phil Spencer online on my CD, like shit like that. Like, I feel like <laughs> they felt like that was the next evolution. And now that shit is like, yeah. you're putting your foot in your mouth. Yeah. All right, when, yo, you, when you're doing more talking than the games. So exactly. That's what exactly. I think, I think he, he literally has been caught with his foot in his mouth too many times. All right, yo, can you break down this Alan Wake 2 situation with the chat real quick? Yeah, I got you. And the sale? All right. So, Remedy, our good friends and folks over at Remedy, they came out with some uh, sales numbers. Alan Wake 2 has sold 1.3 million copies. And it is uh, the fastest selling game to date for Remedy. So back when um, there was like rumors and rumblings about the sales of Alan Wake 2... It came out that the game, I think it was like around December, that the game was like just shy of a million copies sold or maybe even less. And now, back then we were like, oh, that's that's kind of terrible. That's kind of bad. Like, that's that doesn't seem like it's a good look, especially because Alan Wake 2 was getting a lot of praise from uh, the critics and things like that. But we we know that they didn't do a physical uh, release. It was just all digital. But in the, in the press release from Remedy, they came and said that the game has sold 1 million Units by the end of December 2023 and 1.3 by the beginning of 2024. So <laughs> I want to ask the chat and I'm already seeing some people in the chat <laughs> calling it a flop. Do y'all feel like this game is a flop? Because it's hard for me to, to, to say something is a flop when by Remedy standards, they're saying that this game has been great in terms of uh sales so they say by comparison alan wake 2 sold over 50 percent more copies and over three times more digital copies in his first two months than control did in his first four months and they also noted that control has now sold over four million copies since its release in 2019 so is it just that remedy games don't sell that well or don't sell that much i ain't gonna say well don't sell that much and for us we kind of got to scale back our our uh, lenses a little bit because we think 1.3 is so bad. But if they're saying that it's it's, it's a success, it's generating revenue, it's uh, getting back the money that they spent on development, how can we call something like that a flop? How can we say that? Um, you said they haven't turned a profit. Uh, yeah, that is true. They haven't turned a profit. Yeah. I seen that is true. Okay, the, so go ahead. Where do you? You said that they said that it hasn't. Turned I think a they have. Yeah, I think I read that as well that they haven't turned a profit with Alan Wake Two yet. 
Because mm, the quote from this article, they said the successful launch of Alan Wake 2 has supported our other game projects, um, Condor Control 2. Okay, so it's just supporting. Um, they increased development pace thanks to the personal release, personnel release from Alan Wake 2. And we expect these pro- Okay, so yeah, they didn't talk about profit, but they did talk about the success helping them, you know, move on to other projects. So yeah, and maybe it didn't return turn a profit, but they are calling it a success. So I don't know. Uh, you know what? You know why they're calling it success? Because your games typically don't sell this fast. In that, you yeah. Know, yeah, in this time frame. So they're definitely calling it success. It's probably on track to turn a profit, but I don't think they 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 actually turned a profit just yet. Right. Because Control, they said, only sold 4 million copies since 2019. And I I don't know. That game, I just thought it, I thought it did more than that. But... Yeah. I don't know. Something about I, Remedy's games that... I don't know if it's a marketing issue that they have, but they begin all these awards sell. sometimes, but they don't sell. People don't run out to buy them. Because if you think 1.3 on PC, PlayStation and Xbox is not really... Like, it's good, but not good at the same time. You would think something of that, of the quality would do better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't on Steam either. I thought oh, that yeah. was... Yeah. I, it was only on Epic, Epic Games. Exclusive. Yes, it's Epic exclusive as well. So, so, so that... Could affect that could affect, you already know how PC gamers be like, so... <laughs> that could oh, yeah. They, they fucking hate the Epic Games store. <laughs> they not buying that shit. Even when it comes to Steam. They already pir- pirated it. It's over. Yeah. yeah. It's over with. All so, right. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to a Control sequel. Um, I still got Alan Wake 2 on my PC. I'm going to play that eventually. But uh, I just I just thought this game would do so much more than what 1.3 million to date, especially with all the, the praise that it got awards that it's won. Yeah, no physical copy. You, I see. It. Yeah, no physical copy as well. I think that affects you think it's their degree. stories. You think it's their, I don't how think they tell so. Their stories no, to... no. Because once again, yeah. we can't we can't say that what games like Elden Ring, which we're about to talk about, exists. Most of the people probably uh, playing Elden Rings and Soul Game don't even know what the hell is going on with their stories, but they're just having a great time <laughs> in the world. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are just having yeah. a great time building their characters. So I don't even think it's that. It could be just a marketing thing that mm-hmm. uh, for some, yeah, it has to be like some sort of marketing issue because the game quality is there, but it's just it's just not gaining traction. I don't know. Or maybe they're just not releasing it. their games at a, a good time. I don't know. Who knows, yo? Who knows the real answer, to be honest? If they couldn't, the Alan Wake 1 and, I mean, Max Payne 1 and 2 remakes, if they can get those brand to a point. Too. That's a bigger brand name. Too, but those so. games didn't sell as, like, I know that wasn't Remedy. I think that was what Rockstar did those. No, no, Remedy did the one and two. Rockstar did Oh, three. no, okay. Okay, I'm thinking of three. Yeah, I'm thinking of three. Rockstar did but, three. But, so Max Payne and Total and, and overall being a bigger brand, I think if they can nail those, those might end up being your best like, sellers. Their most successful I could, I could IP, see uh, games. Yeah. I definitely could see yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Oh. So, um,. PlayStation VR. Actually, no, Elden Ring. Let's let's save that for a little bit. Elden Ring. That's all we you, brother. Got... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Hey? I never beat Elden Ring. No, on, I played man. it, but I, I didn't. I didn't Come beat it. On, bro, it didn't connect with you clearly because you wouldn't have. No, honestly, I... that game I couldn't put that shit down when I started it, yo. Yeah, I was. If you ain't beat it now, you ain't, you ain't really you ain't fucking with it that much. Not that much. I don't. I don't like the open world aspect of it. I, I definitely come over here and admit I that. that. I don't like that. I don't like the aspect because how I play my Souls games, um, that shit is just overwhelming to me being open world. So I'm gonna get. I, I want to play it. Though. I'm gonna get back to it one day, but I have to have a clean, clean slate. I can't play that shit right now. It's too, it's too much other things, bro. But all I'm gonna say is they're, they're, a, they're they're asking for thirty nine ninety nine, fifty some Canadian dollars, and 
<laughs> for the expansion. I might even give them. I might give them an extra twenty. I can't wait <laughs> to play this damn game, bro. You have no idea. You buy collector's edition. Or I might even two hundred fifty dollars. The, the only reason why I'm not buying that collector's edition because it doesn't it doesn't come with a physical copy of the game. If it did, I would one hundred percent buy it. I would want. You already got. Don't you already got a physical copy of it? The, the um. Bro, but I want. I want. Yo, the Japanese. The DLC a, not gonna be physical. Yeah, but the Japanese version got a physical uh-huh. copy with their their limited edition one, bro. I'm so jealous, bro. And it got like the a physical new art copy on it. of the DLC. Elder of Elden Ring, of Elden Ring, but uh, it got like a new artwork on it. Oh. Okay, the latest, okay. the Japanese version of the collector's edition, but us in a, in Canada and America, we get it, we get a digital code. So I think I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip on that. But bro, this shit gonna come with I the case, with, but nothing in I it. Cannot. With a code. Yo, prior to seeing uh, Tifa and Final Fantasy Rebirth, I was calling this game of the year, and it was an expansion. But that Tifa got me got me changing my mind a little bit. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, I go. I'm playing remake. I'm like, yo, when we doing another mission with Tifa? Like, I'm, I'm not seeing what that be like. Yeah, it got me changing my mind a little bit. I think Final Fantasy <laughs> might be game of the year. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, that Final sounds like <laughs> But what you what you think of this um Elden Ring DLC trailer? Like, you like yeah, what you're I'm seeing? Hearing- I like what I'm seeing. It looks like it's gonna be huge, expansive, and thing. Who, who this nigga? Uh, this nigga that's supposed to, I guess, be like the main villain of this. He he related to, uh, spo- might be spoiler alert, might be spoiler alert, but um, he related to Melania. I I this think one. so. I think so. I think that the, the like the rumors are saying like is his brother or something like that or I think yeah. Look, even Kofi don't even know what the story about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hours the, the lore, game, the, right? lore <laughs> the lore, the lore is freaking too. It's a little confusing with great ruins and this that that. I gotta watch a one two YouTube video so you know what I mean refresh my memory. But yeah. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I think it has to do. I think they are has to do something with uh, one of Rad- Radagon's. Uh, Offspring, something like that. I don't know, man. I'm gonna go do my, my research on the lore and come back with the story details. But do you see these boss fights? Do you see these boss fights, yeah. Jay, man? Yo, oh, it was dude. it was one enemy on there I saw. I was like, yeah, from software is top tier when it comes to the boss designs. Like that shit. It was so many moving parts to the enemy. I'm like, god damn. Yeah, yeah. I I can't wait to play it. Honestly, it looks fantastic. Um. Is it confirmed to be releasing on the PS4 as well? Do you know? Yeah, I was, I was, I, I mean, I was a little disappointed uh, in that. I, I was, was kind of hoping, hoping it would be like this a next gen exclusive so they could push the limits a little bit. Obviously, Elden yeah. Ring. Look, it's not the best graphically game that we've ever seen, but I think they always nailed the art direction. Like the art direction of these games are always fire. It looks like a literally like a painting, like like a painting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just can't wait to play the game though. It looks super dope. It's coming out June twenty first. June twenty first, yeah, yeah. So in the summertime, it's probably gonna be one of the slower months. To, oh no, what? Yeah, I think the only other thing that I know of note that's coming out in June is um Destiny, the final. Nobody shape, playing I think it. Nobody playing that, bro. Come on. Oh no, nah, niggas gonna be on that. It's just a matter if it's good or not. <laughs> so they got they, that shit better be good because niggas gonna drop that shit for Elden Ring at the quick, fast, and in a hurry. So they got they got definitely got to be careful. Um, but yeah, June twenty first. I think I think it looks good. Like. It, they talking about it having, hold on. There was some notes about, you know, what the uh, what the expansion is supposed to entail. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, oh yeah, so Elden Ring, Shadow Tree, Shadow Shadow of the Erd Tree, Erd Tree from yeah. Software's largest expansion to date, 
guided by Mequelia, enter the land of shadow, a completely new world from the lands between, seamlessly travel back and forth between the land of the shadows, vast maps, um, new weapons, skills, and magic exclusive to the expansion, new storyline, bosses, dungeons, and more. Surface area will be larger than Limgrave. Um, over 10 new boss fights, 8 new weapon categories. Structure is similar to the base game with vast fields, legacy dungeons, and smaller Yo, dungeons. Bro, this is like another game, bro. Yeah, that's, that's another game. So that's what that's what you know the conversation has been about it being forty dollars. Like, do you feel like nobody's they, complained? They were, they I've were seen crazy. nobody complain. <laughs> no, not one. How about saying do you feel like they were crazy to, some, to drop yo, it at forty dollars? Yo, what it is is some games get the pass, bro. We have to stop pretending like pedigree doesn't account for anything in the gaming industry. Some games get certain passes, and some games yeah. don't. I'm sorry, it works like that, but that's kind of life. That's kind of life in general. Some games get some great. Some people have grades. Some people don't have grades. The thing yeah. is, from software, it's been consistent, delivering greatness for such a long period of time that the consumer is confident in the work that they do. They could come out and say, "Yo, our DLC is forty dollars." Usually, it's unheard of for our expansion. Usually, not priced this high. But we know it's going to be massive. We know it's going. They're they're gonna they're not gonna rob us. It's called trust in the developers. You know what I'm saying? And there's some yeah. games, yo, I'll happily pay more for it. there's some games like you know uh <laughs> clearly it's not worth this it's not worth this at all GTA like it's not even worth 60 dollars this ain't even worth 60 dollars i won't play but there's some games that yo shit low-key yo this was going for 100 after playing this shit shit i might have cop- copped it for 100 like i'm pretty sure jamie they said gta right now 90 dollars <laughs> gta 6 so you're gonna be like huh, i'm not paying for that come on let's let's keep it a thousand we're all buying that we all buying that I'm buying it, huh? <laughs> yeah, so we all buying it. <laughs> that, Don't get that, no that, fucking that, ideas, Ross. Don't get ideas. Don't get no ideas. But <laughs> I would pay for it. But still, I, look, I'm not advocating for games to be more. But I'm just saying, if it what if it turned out to be that, I'm gonna shut up. Cause yeah, you already know what they're gonna do. Man. You already know what they do. Yeah, but yeah, like you was like from yeah, software. I mean, I've, I've only. I'm only playing one of their DLCs, which is the Bloodborne shit. That shit was fantastic, phenomenal. And that was, I think, it was like $20 at the time. So if this is talking about being big as, what, Limgrave, which I think is like the main area in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, having all these different weapons and, and, and uh, you know, fighting styles. I'm seeing like hand-to-hand combat styles and all this other shit. Different bosses. Like, they put, it looks it. like they put a lot it. of work it's into gonna this. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Oh, which oh, Witcher too, yeah. So, with the um, because I think even with CD Projekt Red, like they fucked up with uh the launch of Cyberpunk, and then they came back, you know, did those updates, and people still bought that fucking DLC expansion for thirty dollars. Yeah, no complaints. No complaints, <laughs> yeah. Once again, some so. people got that great, some people don't. From from software, nobody's gonna open your mouth and complain about this because you already know what they're gonna deliver. It's gonna be fantastic. So, so I can't wait to play June twenty first. It's actually uh. Very, very close to my birthday, bro. So I'm going to be oh, enjoying yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday, I just want no one to bug me, and I'm just going to be on the game 24-7. That's what I want. That's my birthday. You game. fuck with the PvP in Elden Ring at all? No, I haven't tried that out yet. Actually, no. I do want to try. I do want to install it back, and I will, J-Man, before you start your narrative, I will be playing on, on PlayStation. I will be buying the game nah! <laughs> What, you got to get the platinum still? What's going on with that? I do want the trophies, number one. And if we keep it at 1,000... There's there's the reason why I don't want to buy this game on PC. Yes, 
There's no ultra wide support. Yes, there's mods for ultra wide support, but you have to play the game offline. That means you can't co op with nobody. You can't do anything. The way the workaround to get ultra wide support, you have to play the game offline. I'm not trying to play the game offline. You know what I mean? So you don't be co oping like that. You could play it all. I play. I play with Strat. I played with Strat before uh, to help his bum ass out a little bit. You know what I mean? In, in Elden Ring, mm. I feel like I, I was about to say he was helping you out. Let me find out. Yeah, uh, oh, Let me please. find out niggas was oh, helping please. you out. Oh lord. Oh please. <laughs> nah, but that should that should be lit. That should be lit. I'll I'll definitely be picking it up. And I'm pretty sure they even do lock it at sixty. Even though you, once again you can use mods to like make I'll the frame rate higher. Yeah, but from software's PC, the, honestly, Armored Core Six was probably their best effort at a PC port. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'll I don't know. They might they might they might surprise us with this Elden Ring. It might have some more uh you know PC integration with better features and shit like that. So we never we never know. We never know. I'll call if he dip. That bad brother be gone. Alright, so we got the um Elden Ring expansion trailer. We also got a word from the boss man, the god himself. Miyazaki, in terms of, I think this might have been one of the first times he's ever acknowledged um, Bloodborne since probably like around when it came out. Um, so they asked him, you know, of course, fans have been clamoring for something Bloodborne related and, you know, a remake, a remaster, shit, a 60 FPS update, I think would suffice at this point. They want something. But Miyazaki had came uh, and said he was, said he was very happy to see the fans calling for a Bloodborne remake. He says, in a quote, it is a title we hold very dear and just as much as our fans. It does make me very happy to see that there are still so many people passionate about it. Put simply, it makes me very happy to see it's a title with a lot of specific memories, both for me and the staff who worked on it. And when we see those passionate voices in the community, our course, it makes, of course, it makes us feel thrilled. It makes us feel very fortunate to have that and to have those memories. Now they asked him, I think they asked him about, you know, what would it take for like a remake or something like that. And he, he pretty much danced around it, but he talked about alluding to like new platforms create opportunities for games to be remade using the new technology and stuff like that. So uh, I wouldn't say that's confirming anything, but he does acknowledge that the fans want something more. And he does talk about, you know, new platforms, creating new opportunities. So I don't think we'll, at this point, I'm going to be honest. I don't think we'll ever see a Bloodborne sequel. The most I think we'll get from Bloodborne is potentially a remake or a very, very, you know, detailed remaster that's pretty much i don't even i wouldn't even say it's going to be a remake in the sense that like a final fantasy 7 or a resident evil 2 it's going to be a remake in the fashion of a last of us how last of us part one was it's going to be the same a game essentially one-to-one but the visuals are going to be you know next level the um the gameplay you know it's going to be fine-tuned more of course 60 fps and all those other visual fidelity modes but I, I just don't think they're doing anything else with that IP because one, I think they're gonna want Miyazaki and his team to make a Bloodborne too, and I just don't think that they want to do something like that. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're interested in, in doing like a Bloodborne sequel because they're on to making other things. They got Elden Ring DLC. They probably got either a sequel to Elden Ring coming out or a new IP that they're working on. So I don't see them. I don't see them backtracking. 
But I think a one-to-one remake would would be uh would suffice, would make the fans happy. Sony owns the Bloodborne IP, so he can't do anything about it until their approval. Yeah, I don't even think it's up, like, of course it's up to Sony, but I don't even think they want to to do anything with it. You wouldn't mind a one-to-one remake for Bloodborne? Yeah, I think that's that's the most we'll get from it. And I know there was that rumor about it being like a PS6 game. It's possible, maybe like end of PS5, PS6 game. A different studio can make one. They can, but I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I I don't I don't know. I don't know about a new or a different type of studio. I think some people were suggesting like how um I forget the name of I don't know if it's Neo is or something like that with the Elias and P developers. Like maybe they could do something with it. I don't think so. Um I think this has if it's gonna be a sequel, I think it has to be from software. It has to be them. For sure. I'm carrying the podcast this week. Come on, you know, I co-host with the most. I do it all, baby. I do it all. My oh, bad, got some baby. Super... The baby. You got a super oh, chat? Nah. Yeah, I got you. We got some super chats. In the... Oh, we got one super chat from Papa John. Shout out to Papa John's for the super chat. He said it came out that the PS5 is being outpaced by the PS4. Do y'all think PS5 Pro will cost $600 plus dollars? Since it doesn't seem like the PS5 is getting any price cuts. Um, that whole PS5 outpacing the PS is being outpaced by the PS4. I do think that margin is very slim. Small. But small. Yeah, it's it's very close. But I do think that because the PS5 hasn't had any significant price drops, that definitely could be a reason. At this point in the PS4 life cycle, they had exactly. a price drop, they had Slims at pros, like they had all yep. different types of shit going on. But they talked price. about, yeah, they talked about the um PS5 having you know the parts have not come down in price, so they can't do price cuts, you oh, know, shit so like that. Shit, bro. <laughs> but do I think it. the PS5 Pro will be 600? Yes, I do. Mm, 5.99. What, what's what do they go for right now? What does it go for right now? Uh, 4.99. And they ain't coming up off that. Low they ain't coming up off that, dog. Maybe right. Like they ain't, <laughs> and if, if prices of the parts ain't getting no cheaper, like I don't know, a PS5 Pro would it have you know similar parts just clocked higher, something like that, or would it have some type of you know newer parts? I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of that, but it's gonna be more than what the PS5 is now. So unless the PS5 regular gets a price cut, then. The lowest I can see it being is like five five forty nine. They take like fifty. The they lowest. take like fifty dollars off the top. Yeah, and they'll take fifty dollars off both. So the PS five OG would be four forty nine for the disc joint, and then the PS five Pro would be four five forty nine. Well, the thing is, like, it depends. It depends. They if they have a plan that if like you could discount the console, right? Maybe your profit margins won't be as much, but if you think you'll mm-hmm. sell more units and you'll make it in a make it in the back end kind of a situation, you know? Yeah. Getting people mm-hmm. into the ecosystem and stuff like that. So pricing it appropriately is always a good factor too, you know what I'm saying? But the way the PlayStation is selling as it is, I don't see them doing many changes to be honest because it's still selling a lot yes it might be tracking under the ps4 but it's not like you said it's not by much from what i saw too it's not by much right you heard the latest news sir you heard the latest news 
I want to the, the VR shit. Yeah, the VR stuff. <laughs> Finally, they should have done they, this they at took launch. That shit at the bottom of the blog post, dog. When I seen it, I'm like, wait, what? I didn't even see it. Hear about this? That shit was tucked at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. But yes, like you said, they should have been. They should have been. They should have been doing this. So if you don't know, PlayStation VR two is soon going to be compatible with PC. PlayStation is currently working on to make it compatible and. Even prior to this launch, it, it was actually a popular thing. This is one thing that is not really even too much of a hot take. Even the place, some of the PlayStation fanboys with some sense uh-huh. thought it would have been a good idea to launch it on PC because once again, I'm about to say because there were still some people that was like, "Nah, this is a bad idea." But no, no, this is this this is a great <laughs> idea. This is a great idea, and it fits in, in line with everything that they're doing with the whole PC integration. I'm I'm thinking the storefront and uh, trophies. At least trophies going to be next in some capacity. Trophies some sort of logging. I think, yeah. I think that's going to be nice. I think there's rumors that they're working. Trophies. Yeah, I think they're working on yep. it. I think we're gonna see trophies soon. Yeah, like you're saying, this year is quite a possibility because I did see an article last year saying that they. I think some people were doing some database. You know, how they do that data mining shit, and they found yeah. something about PSPC trophies and stuff like that. So clearly, it's in the works. It's just a matter of time when we actually do see it. But I think that's just the integration. Like once again, PlayStation has been going towards this direction for a long time with the PC integration and. Being PlayStation VR two supporting PC is is very dope. I have one, mm-hmm. uh, courtesy of PlayStation. Shout out to them. Um, it's a great product, point blank. Period. It's a great product. I'm nothing bad to say in terms of the tech that it offers, right. but the software that's available. Yes, if you go on the st- a storefront, there's maybe 200 games or under 200 games available. Doesn't mean all of them are bangers, you know. There's only a few bangers in my personal opinion. So it being compatible with PC is just a great idea for a consumer like me who does have a capable compute uh, PC, who does actually have a VR library on PC. Like I have Half-Life Alex, I have other games on there. So I can now utilize this great headset on my PC. It's, it's just like a no-brainer. It's a win-win. And I think it, it, it brings more value to the device itself, especially if you have a hard time moving it. Because right now... Mm-hmm. it. If it's compatible with PC, J-Main, it's on paper. Go check on paper. It's very right. comparable to the Valve Index and even beats the Valve Index in certain areas or maybe some areas the Valve Index wins. But it's very right. comparable, but it's it's way cheaper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's way cheaper. I think the Valve Index goes for like 1400 Canadian. I'm about to check right now. I don't know if you the can Valve check out Index? the price. Yeah, it might be 99 Is that only on Steam? Yeah, and you only could buy it on Steam too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you're right there. Let's see. Let's see if they drop the price. Okay, the headset itself, Canadian. The headset itself, no controllers, is six. I feel like they dropped the price. It's six fifty, Canadian. I don't know. Oh, then that's definitely lower than I thought. Yeah, it's lower. Oh, just just that. But you need. But no. But that's just the headset. Okay, but you need like the exactly. If you want the the controllers with it and the base Mm -hmm. stations. Because I think you need to set up, you might need to set up base stations. Don't you need them sensors too? Like, I feel like maybe it's not mandatory. Maybe it's mandatory for outside play. I'm not 100% sure, but it costs Mm -hmm. 1,300 Canadian if I want the complete Valve Index kit. Yeah. Okay. It costs $989 Canadian for the headset and the controllers. I'm just saying, if you put the specs on paper between the two devices, man, it makes the PlayStation VR 2 look really attractive with what it, it offers. Right. Um, so it being available on PC is a no-brainer, and PlayStation should have launched this like like this and marketed it like this. You know, works on both from day one. Maybe they would have uh, seen better results if they did this from the very <laughs> they, beginning. They were definitely trying to get as many people 
like all right let's see how it does just being the only playstation 5 type of thing but that once they realized out. that shit that shit ain't working they immediately was like yeah right, working we gotta work we gotta work on the pc, on PC. <laughs> yeah. and if i think and i said this before i think if they're really serious about staying in the vr market which i don't think they are because i i think the software isn't there from them that i think they're really serious about it but if they do show me otherwise and they start coming out with more software from them and back in a lot of bigger games that are taking vr uh you know to the next level come out with a wireless version and i think that that can actually do something because we see what the meta quest is doing being wireless and i know it's going to take a hit and- fidelity wise but i think okay, you so have that you mean all in one you mean all in one system because a wireless and an all in one is different because I think I mentioned this to you on Twitter. I seen you tweet this. You right. mean not if it's all? So you want the hardware actually built in, like the VR headset, Into the headset. So, so you don't require yes. a PlayStation, right? Right. That's yeah. Because if you still require a PlayStation and it's wireless, I personally think you run into the same issues. The entry barrier no, yeah, is still yeah, too yeah, high. Sure. <laughs> it's still for too sure, high. You still sure, need a, sure. a seven hundred dollar console. You need the seven dollar hundred headset. Right. To have a headset with no entry barrier, like you buy the headset and you can play and the that's VR it. games from playstation yeah and if you want like i don't know if you know, have how does it work with the quest can you connect it to a pc and you can connect have it to access to more games yes or... yes you can you can okay. do wirelessly so, and yeah. wired wired right and then if and if people want it like full fidelity because the the quest wireless it probably takes a hit with screen it takes a little bit hit. yes it's, it's best if you yeah. use the playstation link cable i mean the oculus link cable this oculus link so, cable right. yeah i think that's what it's called yeah so yeah, then you have that option. But I think that wireless one would do better than the the shit that they selling for five hundred right now. Like I think I think it'll do better because I think the Quest has shown that people VR is still it's it probably will always be, but it's still so niche that having barriers to entry in addition to already selling somebody on something that's not the standard way of playing is is big. So you got to get people in, you got to get people in with the least amount of resistance as possible. And yeah, that's why the quest has shown that and it's, proved that. Yeah. And yeah, and the three is doing well. Like the two did well. to the next level. The three yeah. did well. And they have that exclusive game too that's that was reviewed well. So yeah, they, they did everything right. They they lead in that in terms of success with having people on their platform, they lead that market. Yeah. I already gave you my prediction. I think th- I think this is the last PSVR PlayStation VR headset we see. Uh, I think so. Too. I, don't, I, I don't. I don't think they make another one. I think they go the hand, handheld route. <laughs> That's what I. That was my prediction. I think they go the the right. handheld right for next generation. I think we're finally gonna get that dedicated PlayStation uh, handheld device that's gonna play games natively. Not gonna have exclusive J main. Sorry, but it's gonna have games. It's just gonna Ooh! play your PS5. <laughs> it's like that. It's just gonna, I'm not it's mad gonna play your PS5. They, it's just gonna play your PS5 not... or your your latest console games uh, on the go, and it's gonna utilize yeah. remote play and native gameplay. I I, I definitely think they're going that route um sony wouldn't that, even be able to handle having exclusive handheld games so they can't make no exclusive vr games <laughs> they exactly they can't even do that so they're not gonna do no handheld games either they li- yeah. they are a console only first party uh and it's smart the strategy works right the strategy we've seen it with the nintendo switch the strategy works just you pretty much we have this handheld version right and uh and the console version the strategy does work you know what i'm saying well, t- like Nintendo the dog, was like able the dog. to combine their, that's, that's like, what I mean. That's what I mean. But console like, and it's handheld, handheld experience. And honestly, if PlayStation right. were to make an extension of the of their whatever console they are, they are coming next, and then the handheld version, it's pretty much the same thing. You know what I mean? That is pretty to me personally. It's like kind of the same type of shape. It's different. It's definitely different. Why, why is it different? <laughs> just one is one. You got you dock it. One you 
Why is it because you need two pieces of hardware? That's why you say it's different. No, oh, from a hardware I'm, perspective, I'm saying from an experience perspective, it's the same because you're playing the same games, but you just have to go buy but, uh, separate hardware for the portability okay. aspect. I see what you you're saying that? there, but I feel like when Nintendo is different with the games, like the games that they offer for the Switch is a combination mm-hmm. of those studios only having to focus on. Yeah, yeah, that's why the know, output's better versus the Wii U. Yeah, versus the the Wii right. U. The Whereas the PlayStation. Better. They won't have that luxury of having those. Like they won't have the luxury of having those studios combined. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm trying yes. to say, right? Yes. You see what I'm I trying to say. I don't saying. know. Say yeah. It's, it's kind of like yeah. the experience. Yeah. Obviously, you're gonna need two pieces of hardware versus the Switch. You just buy one and you have the dock, right? But this one, you need two. But it, essentially, right. your experience is the same. You're just playing your home okay. console on the go. Right. You're on the go. Your home console but but on this the will go. be the. That would be the difference. Is that you do have to buy another device yeah, to go another on another device. That's like the difference. Yeah, that is the difference. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, but yeah, the whole piece. Oh, uh, and oh, too. Kofi, let what? let the let the record reflect that you ducked that bet about only because you changed it. Only because you changed it. Only because you changed it. Let the record reflect. Kofi ducked the handheld bet with PlayStation no, he, that it was nah, cause, that cause it would do. Because changed it. He changed the time frame. Five million he trying to finesse years, me. He knows he he's, it. Jamie knows that PlayStation is <laughs> about to drop. A single player major game on PC, so he's trying to get one up on me on this handheld. Never. Man. He's trying to finesse, he's trying yeah. to finesse me a little you, bit. You, you was high. he was head over heels for the bet when I first mentioned it. Yeah, because that four realized. years was attracted. Then he made it say he said three years. I'm like, whoa, that's whoa, what hold they. Up, hold up. The VR did five million in three years. First of all, we I should say? be the reality of the fact we should be using. PSVR 2 sales metrics. And Hell uh, no. <laughs> Why are we going Hell back no. all the way to the, because to the uh, PlayStation support, 4 generation? They actually supported the VR one better than they did the 2. So, nah, I ain't, I ain't fucking with the VR 2. I mean, I would still want to get one, but I ain't fucking with that shit in terms of support. But yeah, so that's oh. good news, man. That's overall good news. I'd love to see it. Once again, love to see it. More of this integration happening. And, um, do you think, think they're going a clear full sign. support? Or they going to half-ass it? Like, they have to do full support. It makes no sense if they don't do full support. If they just do it for like, oh, it works for three games, that's just stupid. Yeah. Don't even do it I'm at just all. trying to read. Full support. Right. You have I'm to be able to, to go on. The you, should launch Star, you should be able to launch Steam VR off the PlayStation shit. They have to just make that work. And, and it recognizes across, It recognizes it. Just like how it recognizes yeah. Oculus when you plug yeah. it into Steam. It has to be just like that. If it's not like that, we don't want it. Facts. And yeah. I think it, I think it leads credence to the Nvidia GeForce leak because if you don't remember, Jamein, Grand Turismo Seven is supposed oh, to launch okay. on PC. Right, hmm, right, right. interesting, right? That was on the <laughs> GeForce be this leak. year too. Yeah. Maybe that's why this shit's taking a little bit longer because they want to work out some of these kinks out. Yeah, like everything got a roadmap and yeah. a plan, so everything is gonna fall into place the way it falls into place. But we know GT Seven is rumored to launch on PC. And it does have VR support. So who knows? Maybe this could be where they show that off, J-Main. They just came out and said that they're working on uh, the, the VR shit for the PC. And we know GT7 mm-hmm. got leaked. So I'm that putting that two and two together. I'm putting yeah. two and two together. If they, Yeah, if they're going to launch it on PC, I think having it with the, the VR support. VR support is smart. Would definitely smart. get more sales and people more excited to pick that up. That's sure. smart. <laughs> That is smart. I'm almost guaranteed they're going to have that ready by the time GT7 drops. It will have to be ready. It just makes so much sense. Or don't even come out with it until it's ready. (laughs) That just makes so much sense. You you could promote the PC version having VR support. That's like super dope. Mm -hmm. And you could use PSVR if you have one. Like, no brainer. And that can get people to buy the the platform on PC. Like, for PC. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Okay. I don't know. I was just, you know, reading between the lines because they say, uh, 
They're currently testing the ability of PlayStation VR two players to access additional games on PC. I don't know that that additional game. Additional games word, always, right? The word. It gives me worry that it's going to be a couple games that work, but I, I don't think so. All. I think that's kind of silly if it just works supports like two or three. It has to just work across yeah. the board. That's just work across the board. I think PlayStation is smart enough to know this. They, they yeah. got to know this. All right, man. Let's <laughs> wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. For sure. Let's get on up out of here. Yes, sir. Good game in episode 60. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the conversation. Shout out to J-Man for being the MVP, holding it down when I have to get up and down for the baby a little bit. Oh, for sure. I I heard he was giving y'all hell in the background. (laughs) (laughs) He was giving y'all hell, so I already... I don't know, but I know. Yeah, I don't know, but I know. I had nephews and nieces. I know. I actually for holding it down this episode. I definitely appreciate it. Sorry, guys. I was up and down a lot this podcast um but you guys already know what it is man baby has come first so i'm about to go um, watch them and uh hopefully you guys did enjoy the episode and we'll be back next week for sure um we didn't we didn't talk about rebirth we didn't i was gonna mention i was gonna mention that real quick about the reviews came out for rebirth let's let's save it for the next podcast so we could talk about it properly i'm gonna just take it off the title let's let's talk about it do you know podcast do you know when the game comes out in night, I think in seven days, maybe by the podcast time it comes out. Actually, okay, so release. we'll talk about okay, it. Okay, so then. yeah, so the twenty ninth, the twenty ninth. Okay, so yeah, yeah, let's All talk right, about. I'll it try to put a couple hours in. It. Yeah, so we both could play it, then we'll come back mm-hmm. about the reviews and stuff like that. So. All right, bet we'll do that. All right, yeah, yeah, we'll do that for next week. I apologize, guys, but I got a dip. I got a dip. Um, yeah. Appreciate all the super chat donations, and we'll see you guys next week. We are recording another Patreon episode on Sunday, so look out for that.